Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Happy President's Day here in the United States of America. Today, we have Stephanie joining us from out in Idaho to talk about her recent trip to Walt Disney World, where they spent time at both Animal Kingdom Lodge in the Jumbo House and over at the Polynesian Villas and uh, spent some time with their daughter, who is a cast member. So they made it kind of a dual trip. Time to spend uh, with their daughter and also time to have a fun Disney vacation for just over a week right before Thanksgiving. We talk about great meals at places like Steakhouse 71 and an experience at Hoop Dee Doo Review. We also talk about Ohana and many fun times in the theme parks. How about capture your moment getting some great pictures over at Disney's Hollywood Studios right at Rope Drop around Echo Lake one of the best deals that Walt Disney World has going right now, especially if you own Memory Maker, and lots of great tips to make your trip even better on your next Walt Disney World vacation. Don't forget, our shows are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a magical Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's a simple way to support the show. Just click through the uh, website and then it takes you right back to Amazon. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2241 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you and happy President's Day here in the United States of America. This is a salute to all presidents, but mostly Washington and Lincoln, because I think that's what this is all about. But uh, all presidents, you know, we could just say... The Hall of Presidents, whatever you want, whatever you want to do. Let's just uh, enjoy that we get to reflect on the executive branch in our government and whatever you want to do today. Hopefully you have the day off. I don't. School teachers do. A lot of other folks do. Well earned. So enjoy it. But today we're going to have a fun trip report. That's what we do here on Mondays. So joining me today up from Big Sky Country. I love it. Out in Boise, Idaho. We have listener Stephanie. Stephanie, happy Monday and happy President's Day. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Mike. Glad to have you. So how are things out in uh, that beautiful part of the world? Um, a little cold, somewhere in the 40s most days lately, but other than that, good. So I'm curious, uh, do you guys have like wildlife ever? I know this sounds so stupid, right? Because I'm from Missouri and I don't have a lot of perspective around your, your part of the country. I was out in Yellowstone one time. Uh, just on a road trip. But I mean, do you ever see like wild, like buffalo, moose, anything like that in, in your area? We don't know. And it's funny you say that because I've been to Missouri, but I was eight. So I don't remember that much. And I it was it was out in farm country. But um, 
you know, there's a lot of farms around, so we'll see the sheeps and the cows and things like that. But we've also had a large influx of people moving here over the last couple of years. And so it's a lot of those farms have been taken over by homes. So occasionally you'll hear about something being sighted and coming down from the hills, but not on a regular basis. Sounds like where I live. It, it totally does. Yeah. I mean, we're in a booming part of... Uh, we're just west of St. Louis, uh, you know, the the booming part of St. Louis uh, metropolitan area and just subdivisions going up left and right. And, you know, all this area used to be right along the Missouri River, deer and, you know, all kinds of wildlife and they're forced out. So, you know, you got to watch where you're driving all the time because the deer will pop out on you on these roads that we're going down. And it's crazy. But, yeah, you're right. You know, it used to be farmland. Now it's uh, subdivisions right. <laughs> everywhere. Yep. Okay, so let, let's hop into your Disney history. I like to hear about this before we get into the trip and talk about you, you had some you had a split stay. It's going to be a lot of fun. But how does this all start for you? How, how do you find yourself listening to Disney podcasts and being such a passionate Disney fan? Where, where does the story start? Um, my husband and I both grew up in Southern California, about an hour northwest of Disneyland. And so we went probably both of us probably went like once a year, once every other year as kids. And so we positively loved it. Um, I watched all the Disney movies as a kid and just fell in love with everything that was Disney. And then when we got married, we took our honeymoon, we went to Disney World. And so back in 96, it was a lot quieter then. Yeah. One of our favorite memories is walking the World Showcase and having cast members take our picture. And there's like nobody else in the picture. <laughs> it's just empty. Um, but when we were there, we just fell in love with World and said, you know, when we have kids, we need to bring them back here. And we have one daughter and took her back when she was five and kept going to World every couple of years. And then loved it so much and figured the mouse got all our money anyway that we bought into DVC. And so, yeah, and it's just really become a part of our family. Super interesting story. There's so many ways we can go with this. Let me ask you a couple yeah. things before we jump into the trip, because you guys are obviously, up, you know, more towards the west side of the country than, than the right. east coast and you're big world fans. But you yeah. have that history of growing up in Southern California near Disneyland. What do you recall that was, again, I'm somebody who... I'm dead in the center of the country, but never went to Disneyland until this past July. And I just absolutely 100% fell in love with Disneyland. Like, I was just like, what have I been missing for, for all this time? It's just, it, I felt the history. I just felt the nostalgia. I loved how small it was, which I thought was going to be a negative, And it was a huge positive for me. The weather was great. It's just, I loved everything about it. So growing up at, at Disneyland, what, what do you recall as far as like a special memory of, of Disneyland? And then we'll hop into the, the Walt Disney World aspect. But I'm, I, I'm hoping to get back to Disneyland here really soon. I got, yeah. I'm working on a special project, but I just like hearing about it. Well, it's funny because some of the things that I remember about it growing up, like, you know, when I went as a kid, California Adventure wasn't there. So there was, you parked where California mm -hmm. Adventure is now. So things like that that have changed are really cool to think back on. Um, and one of the ways that I went when I was a kid was they used to have these nights where they would close at like, oh, probably close at like six or seven o'clock and they would open it up into the evening for select groups of people. So I remember going with like my church youth group and we would go and like all of us kids would basically be set free in Disneyland so like middle school, high school, we were able to just wander around with our friends and 
have a fun night for a couple of hours. And, you know, back then it's the parents were just kind of like, okay, we'll check in with us every so often. And there's no cell phones or anything. So it, it was just a lot of fun to be there with my friends growing up and have that experience. So those are probably my best memories. I couldn't imagine getting to do something like that with like, you know, your youth group or your high school buds, you know, because Disneyland, it reminds me of stuff we did at Six Flags here in St. Louis, right? But it's such a local, just basic amusement park, you know, but I mean, Disneyland, like you get to do that with your friends and your buds. Oh my gosh, that'd be such a great experience. Now, so you guys fell in love with Walt Disney World, I guess because of the scope of it was kind of different. You know, you have the four parks, you have the resort aspect of it. I mean, it's more of, we're going to talk about being inside and outside of the bubble here shortly during your trip. But is it that, is it like the infrastructure? Is it the whole once you get there, you're immersed. Is is that what sold you on Disney World and got you going back, going back and buying into DVC and making it a place you, you just love to come back to? I think so. It was, you know, being able to be there and be within the bubble. And, you know, you we get there and we can just immerse ourselves in everything that's, um, that is Disney. And not that we don't love land. And now if we go back to visit, we would stay with family or maybe, you know, we would stay at a hotel near Disney or stay at one of the Disneyland um, hotels. But it was Disneyland was a day trip as a kid. It wasn't a vacation. And so world was a vacation. It's it's a getaway. And so we can go and we can, you know, go to all the I, I will say land has some good restaurants. But world has really good restaurants. <laughs> True. The, and it is, it's the scope of it too. You know, it's, you've got all those resorts to choose from and there's, you know, four parks versus two and there's the amount of restaurants to choose from is just fabulous. So we, we just love going and being in the bubble. And like you said, we'll talk in a minute about being outside the bubble too. But I, I think that was a big part of it is that we could go and just have a family getaway and just the three of us and, have a really nice vacation. So really, really fun to be at world. We, we still love land. It holds a special place in our heart, but if we had our preference for vacation, we're going world. I love that. I think it's where you are too. in your just kind of timeline of your Disney fandom, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been to world so right. many times. It was such a novelty to be at the mm-hmm. Disneyland hotel, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, we're at the Disneyland hotel. So, and, and I, I hope our listeners, you know, like this first, you know, five, 10 minutes of these trip report shows, because really what it is, it's getting to know the members of our community of our listenership. And I love this because everybody's got their own story and it's unique. Yeah. And it just makes me happy because you grew up near, you know, in Southern California near Disneyland and have a perspective I could never have. And it is so cool to hear. I mean, I, was, I could pick your brain for two hours, but we won't do that because I, I love this <laughs> stuff. Okay. So let's talk about this trip you took in November. It's a split stay, but what were the circumstances around this trip? Because you had a few circumstances why you were going this time. And and it, it, then we'll get into the details of all the fun, all the good meals and the resort and all that good stuff. But how, how'd this all come together? So, you know, any excuse for a Disney World trip is a good one, but you got that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but not quite two years ago, our daughter um, went into the Disney College program and she has decided to stay and is now a full-time cast member. So trips down there now are part vacation, but really we're going to see our kid. 
So we knew we weren't going to be able to go at Christmas this year. So we took advantage of being able to go at Thanksgiving time. And that that was the main focus of the trip was being able to see her and the fact that we could play at Disney World with her and without her when she had to go to work was kind of an added bonus. So that was the main reason for going was to see our girl. So that's not a bad gig. Like, it, yeah, two birds of one stone. Yeah, and we're going to see our kid. But, you know, if we got to work, you know, we can go and eat good restaurants. We can do some cool attractions yeah nothing wrong with that okay so you guys go down you're there november 16th to the 24th just so our listeners kind of have a time frame of where we're talking mm-hmm. you know right there uh before thanksgiving you guys are dvc members correct so this mm-hmm. was both this is something you booked through dvc points i believe right yeah okay yeah, so so you stayed animal kingdom lodge at the jumbo house in a one bedroom standard for the first uh five nights and you went to the polynesian for a deluxe studio for the uh for three nights after that so let's well before we even hop into the, to the resort stay how's the travel because you guys do this so often you know coming all the way across the country any tips because you know that that's not insignificant i would think yeah the the bummer from traveling where we are is that there's there's very few places where we can go direct we're gonna have to get a connection somewhere so we try to look at the time of um the time of year that we're traveling And if we're going in the winter, we'll try to look at where the connections are. They're often, you know, through like Dallas or Mm -hmm. Houston or Minneapolis. You know, those are going to be our main hubs that we're going through, depending on who we fly. And so we'll kind of take a guess as to what the weather might do because we don't want to get stuck there. Um, Also, make sure we have a decent layover. You know, a little we usually shoot for at least an hour. If we've got a little bit more than that, that's good. Um, don't want to do something with two layer layovers if we can help it just cause I'm, I mean, these, it, I get so worried with yeah, flights no and kidding. get canceled <laughs> Last or <Christmas>. delays. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. right. We, I don't even want to bring so, that up. Yeah. That was a nightmare. I know it was a nightmare. Um, so we try to look for something that's got, you know, at least an hour layover and, um, and yeah, you know, pack snacks and all that good stuff. Sometimes we scope out the airports ahead of time to see what kind of food is available there. So mm-hmm. maybe we can grab a snack in between, but usually I'm bringing some snacks too. <laughs> I, I would connect through Dallas just because they have a Whataburger. We connected through there on the way home from uh, Disneyland. I'd never had Whataburger yeah. before. And I think it was awesome. Yeah. I, w- I would now connect through that airport. Just, just saying that. Not, not, yes, I would. Um, but no, you mentioned though connections in the wintertime. One thing I've always heard, and again, I don't connect because we have direct flights to Florida like eight times a day from our, from our airport. We're very, very lucky on that with Southwest. But um, one thing I would think about is if you're connecting, connect through a Southern airport, if you can, like don't, you know, when you said Minneapolis in you know, in November, that makes me super nervous for Chicago or something like that. Go South because you get less chance of winter weather, you know, for that connection to get screwed up by a big blizzard or something. I mean, it could have Dallas gets ice storms. I mean, don't, oh, yeah. don't hold me to that. I'm just saying, get, try to go South if you can. It's just something to think about, but, um, okay. So let's talk about your stay. So animal kingdom lodge jumbo house around Christmas time. Cause you know, Thanksgiving's Christmas time at Walt Disney world, you know, August is Halloween. So <laughs> right, right now it's probably Easter. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's princess weekend, you know, we're already past Valentine's day. So right. uh, w- what'd you think of the accommodations there? How'd that work out? Oh, it was fabulous. Um, we we try to usually we end up staying in the deluxe studio, which with DVC, that's basically you get a queen size bed, a um, 
pull-out sofa or the Murphy bed and like a kitchenette. Um, but with the one bedroom, you get a bedroom that has a king size bed and then there's a separate living room area which also has a pull-out bed and you get a full kitchen so oh and washer dryer so that's, if that, you, that I, that's the ticket no kidding like we used to never do we don't do it as much but we used to drive we started doing our laundry on our trips and it was you think oh you're not gonna do your laundry on trips but when you can just throw in a load of laundry it it makes it so much easier when you get home and you don't have to pack as much great we we definitely do we we try to do laundry which i know for some people they're like oh we're not going to do laundry on vacation but that means we can pack a little less right and you know it's like you said it's less to do when you get where you're going too so um so the one bedroom was great it was with the standard view and actually it was a view of the pool which was really nice it was you know it wasn't the animals but it was a view of the pool which was really nice um Kadani Village is like the DVC location, but they've converted some of the rooms in Jumbo House to be DVC. We prefer Jumbo House because we love the feel of that lobby. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it, I feel more immersive in the experience of being at Animal Kingdom Lodge than Kadani. We did stay Kadani once now, granted the time that we were there, it poured rain. So probably should give it a try another time. <laughs> but um, from what we've done previously, we, we really love Jumbo House. It's just, you walk in and it's just this grand foyer and it's, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. To me, to me, they both have their, their advantages and disadvantages. To me, Kadani's kind of like a, like a Animal Kingdom Lodge light and it's very quiet. Yeah. You know, it's very quaint and quiet and very peaceful. Jumbo House is where the energy is. It's, it's the heart, obviously, of Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's got the restaurants. It's got Victoria Falls. It's got the, like you said, just the lobby that when you walk in, you're like, whoa, it's like Wilderness Lodge. You know, you walk in, yeah, it's like exactly. blows you away immediately. You're just like, wow. You know, it, it, so that's, it, it, to me, I'm the same way. If I had to pick, I'd pick Jumbo every time just because it feels like I'm in the heart because that's why I'm there. I want to be in the hub. That's why I like Pop Century. I like the energy, you know, the contemporary. I want to be where the monorail is going through. I want to I want to feel it, you know, when I'm there. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm not a retirement home person yet. This is not as peaceful and it would be great, but I'm not there yet. Like eventually, you know, yeah. I, I eat it like we talked. I eat at 430, so I'm close. You know, I'll be I'll be at Sana soon. But uh, or Sana, I mean, uh, <laughs> Kadani soon. I'm thinking Sana because that's where that's where uh, Sana is. So, okay, so let's, let's, before we get to the poly, the back end of the trip, let's talk about at the beginning of your trip, you guys, you, you went outside the bubble there for, for your first meal. Cause you guys, you guys did some, we're going to talk about some of these meals, but you went to Lizzie's backyard barbecue off property, which I've never heard of this place, but I'm intrigued because I'm from Missouri and it's a barbecue joint. So right. tell us about that. We, How'd you find it? We had never been there either. Um, we got to animal kingdom lodge our first night was actually kind of like mid-afternoon and our daughter got off work about an hour later and came over and joined us and because she's a cast member there she has a car and she said can I take you guys somewhere outside the bubble and we're like sure where do you want to go and she had just recently been to this Lizzie's Backyard Barbecue um, like a few weeks prior and she said it was really good and it's over at it's like Margaritaville has restaurants and shops mm -hmm. And I hadn't been there before, um, but she took us over there and it was, it's small, maybe a dozen, 15 tables in there and very low key. And it's one of those like 
I don't know if you guys have, we have like a Dickie's barbecue. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I've heard of them. We don't have any okay. in St. Louis. It, we have them similar, in Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Except we did order at the table, but it's like they sat us down and they gave us the menu and we ordered our food and they bring it up, but it's like on this tray and all of your things you've ordered there. I mean, it's, it's almost like you would get it like up at the counter, but they're actually bringing it to you at the table. Yeah. Um, it wasn't super fancy, but you know, it was barbecue and we'll eat barbecue any day of the week. So <laughs> it, it was good food and it was kind of fun to be outside the bubble. She, she tries to get us to go outside the bubble at least a couple of times every time we're there. So. You know, and I'm going down on Thursday for princess and, uh, Scott will have a car. And so I imagine that's exactly right. We're going to, we're going to wander off. That's why we're going to be off property because we're getting our pumps up, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about that tonight at dinner. Oh yeah. That's, that's, but uh, yeah, when I see places like this, so I get intrigued, you know, the more it's okay. Cause I used to be like, you know, a purist. This was the Disney magical express though thing, right? Cause they locked you yeah. in. I would get off the plane. They had my bags. I got on the bus and I never, ever considered leaving property, but now Publix can get me. You know, I'm just saying, like in Lizzie's backyard barbecue, I might go there instead of Woody's backyard barbecue. Just saying, who knows? It's it's a crazy thing. Okay, so one of the other things I want to talk about, you guys take Sunshine Flyer. Speaking of Magical Express, this is kind of one of the replacements. People are always curious um, about this. Tell us about that experience because people would like to know this, I'm sure. Yeah. So we've tried Mirrors and we've tried Sunshine Flyer. Um, Sunshine Flyer. It, it they they do a good job, but the one thing I've noticed is, you know, with with Magical Express, you get on the big old luxury bus, and yeah, like the comfy the seats motor and everything. Coach. A little tight, <laughs> but that's okay. Motor coach, thank you. Um, so with both Mirrors and Sunshine Flyer, every time we get there, they've got a shuttle van, like a little shuttle bus, and the one on Mirrors, when we went the previous trip. They packed us in pretty good. There was some, there was a person sitting in every seat. We got into the Sunshine Flyer and there were probably about, I think there were around 10 seats and there were about six of us in there. So there was a little bit of space. So mm. it was kind of nice. Um, I will say it was, it, I, I liked that better than the mirrors. When they picked us up to go back to the airport at the end, we, then we were on that, um, the bus. Yeah, see, I'd much rather be on the motor coach. I just it feels yeah. like everybody has like their own like personal bubble with the two right. seats. Like I call those church church vans, right? Because that's what it we always took. Like, that's what we always like took church the like, youth group. Yeah, church camp. You know, we we had satellite park. We had a huge church when I was a kid. Like we'd have you know you park it. It was a funeral home. They didn't use it on Sunday morning, so we park there and they'd drive you in a van over to the you know to our campus. And uh, yeah, I would not. I'd much rather be in a motor coach. <laughs> much more comfortable. Yeah. yeah. So that that's probably the only drawback is, you know, that we would like to be on the motor coach, but the price isn't bad. And the the thing about having a cast member for uh, a kid is she doesn't really know her schedule till about 10 days out. Crazy. So we have to plan these things. And then if she's able to join us or pick us up or take us, drop us off, whatever, we don't really know those things until about a week and a half out. So we kind of have to make whatever plans we have. We have to make our plans knowing we might have to change them or cancel them or adjust them. So there's a lot of like vacationing on the fly now being the parent of a cast member. But we've been there so much at this point that that's okay. Mm -hmm. So, Which, yeah, it's, it's basically about seeing your kid and everything else. Be it gravy. Is. 
Yeah, exactly. total. I, I get it. Okay, so I'll make sure we get all this in because we're, I, I can, again, I'm getting kind of bogged <laughs> down because I love talking about this stuff. But so day two, so you guys kind of get settled in Sunshine Flyer, get, you have the, yeah. meet up with your daughter, have the barbecue, great start. Then the next day, you guys getting in, settled in over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. But I like this because I'm in that same part of our world too with our daughter, with Paige. She's up in Chicago, director of basketball operations for a basketball team up there. So she's traveling here and there at this basketball team, like totally busy. Never hardly get to see her unless we, we traveled to Springfield a few weekends ago to see her team play. And so when you get time with your daughter, you got to you got to make it happen. Right. And it looks like you guys decided you might not see her Christmas. So this was going to have to be right. your Christmas on the fly. So tell us about that. You even decorated your room. I, I love this we, idea. You got to take advantage. <laughs> yeah, we started by sleeping in just a little bit because we were going to have um, the Christmas party that night. So we had to, you know, um, had to pace ourselves. So we slept in a little bit. We had Boma for breakfast. God, that so was good. amazing. That is so we good. Oh, we had never been to Boma and the three of us went and it was like, oh, this is just out of this world. How have we never been here before? So good. And our server was fantastic also. So that was great. And then she had bought a like three foot tree at Michael's or something. And she brought over this tree to decorate our room with. And we did Christmas. We brought our presents. She had her presents and we had a little family Christmas because we knew we weren't going to see her then. And just kind of relaxed and spent time together for the day. And then we headed over to Magic Kingdom around 2 o'clock and just kind of took it easy. Um, our family is able to utilize the DAS Pass, the Disability Access Service. Is that what the access is? Service system. <laughs> yeah, service system. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so we're able to utilize that. So we don't, we haven't to this point done Genie Plus. I know some people who have the DAS Pass also use Genie Plus, but I think because we've been there enough and we have, you know, if we go, there's a few rides we'd really like to do, but if we don't get on something, it's not going to crush us. So we just take advantage of whatever we can do with the DAS Pass. Um, so yeah, so we did our family Christmas and then we headed over for an evening of Christmas party. So, so I know we're, you know, past the holidays, but did, did the Christmas party live up to your expectations? Cause again, that's a, it's a costly add on to your vacation, but you just get to experience things during the Christmas party that you just can't do anywhere else. It's as close to walking through like a Christmas movie or a Christmas card or like a Hallmark movie as you're probably ever going to get. Right. Um, we've done it in the past and yes, we positively love it. Um, I, I will say I did not do my planning very well. We were enjoying some of those ride overlays so much that we didn't get to see the parade or the fireworks really, cause we kept missing things. Um, also what I, something that I didn't mention, um, whenever we could, we would add in my daughter's significant others. So at this point, by the evening, there were four of us. So we went around and did a ton of the rides though, because there were a few ride overlays that they hadn't done previously, or at least we hadn't experienced. Um, Autopia, mm -hmm. that was really cool driving around there and 
Um, they had so many Christmas lights up on that track to drive around. I mean, normally Autopia is not on our list as far as rides, smushing ourselves into those little cars. I can, I can <laughs> tell, by the way, I can tell you're a Disneyland person with the Autopia. That's a Tomorrowland Speedway oh, for those on the well, okay. Disney World. No, I love it. That cracks me up. That's so great. No, no that's so pure and perfect. I love it. No, it's the, the Tomorrowland Speedway. You don't know okay. Tomorrowland Speedway had a fabulous so awesome. overlay. That's with great. Lots no. of lights. That's perfect. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so that was really cool. And then I am a lot like you. I am like just over a year older than you. So I am right in there with you that put myself on Space Mountain these days <laughs> is not usually something that's high on my list. Yeah. But the overlay they did for that for the party was insane. The Christmas music and there's Christmas lights. And mm. it was like I forgot that I was on Space Mountain. It was so cool. Until it pulls back into the station. Until <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Got to get out. Okay. And you have to, I know. And then I'm like, help me out of this car. <laughs> time but out. Time it, out. But we did, I think we did all of the rides that had some kind of overlay and we threw in a couple extras. Um, we ended up calling it a night around 1030 because our daughter, she just hadn't been feeling a hundred percent. She was doing the best she could, but she just wasn't feeling a hundred percent. I'm like, you know, it is more important for her to get some sleep than for me to push my family to see the parade late at night. Thank you. So, uh, on behalf of everyone. Thank you. Hang on. I hit the wrong button yeah. there, but thank you. I was trying to give you the <laughs> bell, but yeah, that's perfect. That's great because if somebody doesn't feel well, it, you're not getting like, oh, I got to get another hour's worth of my party. No, go back and rest, please. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we did. So that was good. Yeah. There's your bell. Okay. There we hit, go. There you go. Perfect. So, okay, so I'll make sure we get through this. So, long story short, everybody goes back. Next day, you guys sleep in a little bit. A little Chick-fil-A for breakfast, by the way. There's a Chick-fil-A right out yep. right outside the Animal Kingdom, yeah. kind of by Animal that's, Kingdom Lodge. Yep, uh, Western we Way. Yep. Yep. Just so you know. Not that I know that, but I do. Um, <laughs> and your daughter gets a telehealth doctor appointment, which is pretty cool, and had a little sinus infection, got some medicine. Looks like it cleared up pretty quick. That's good it news. Did. Kind of saved everything. Yeah. But then you guys... Went to Cast Connection. Now, I got to go there with a friend who's a cast member years ago. It was awesome. And I hate shopping. But, I mean, like, <laughs> if I'm going to go shopping, that was a cool place to go because it was just random stuff. And it was cheap. Yes. I loved it. So, yeah. I mean, I'd, just tell us what you can about your experience there. What was that like? So, yeah, it's it's basically a lot of it is the type of stuff you find at, like, the Disney outlet. But it's its own location. Um you have to be a cast member and show your ID to get in. And you can take, I think it's up to three guests. So she took the two of us. Um, and it's a whole bunch of stuff that's marked way down. And you can find a lot of treasures in there. So sometimes there are things where you're looking at it going, why is this here? I would have paid full price for this. I know, I know. But now for, that for it's people like us. Off, I'll people take like it. us, it's crazy. Like it's, yeah. They should not allow notes like us listening to Disney podcasts in that place. Because like, just take my credit card. <laughs> and I, and I will tell you, there was some really cool run Disney wear in there, but not being a run Disney person, I didn't feel I could legitimately wear those clothes. Uh, I, I appreciate really cool your honesty because yeah. people, other people don't have the same scruples you have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's basically just this big like warehouse type place they do have a back room that we are not allowed to go into only cast members can go in there Ooh. that's like the really good <laughs> stuff marked way down and um 
when they go in there, I think, she, I think it's only like two things per day that she's allowed to buy. So they're like really limited because it's the really good stuff. Yeah. I, I want to go in there so bad. If you can't, if you know, if only the cast members go, I just want to go in and look. I, like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I promise I'm not going to buy anything, but I just got to know what's in the room. <laughs> you know, right. like, I just got to know what the deal is. You know, yeah. I love that though. I mean, there should be stuff that's ex exclusive for cast members. I mean, I don't think they get enough perks as it is. So right. more power to them. That's cool. I'm glad you got to have that experience. Now, let me ask you about later on, you went to Disney Springs and you guys went to the Edison. So I got to ask yeah. you about this because this is a place I've never been. And I'll be honest, and we kind of talked about this before we recorded. It's got a different vibe, we think, like earlier in the day than at night. Right. At night, I think this is not my kind of place. It, it, I'm just, I'm more of a Cracker Barrel, um, Denny's kind of guy, Taco Bell kind of guy. I'm just an old, like, Midwestern guy. I don't, I mean, it looks a little bit too uh, cosmopolitan for me, possibly. But you said during yeah. the early evening, it was just, it was, it was fine. I mean, right. what do you think? Yeah, well, the four of us were able to go, and um, I can't remember if they had been before. I kind of think they hadn't, because they were looking around, and, you know, they're both in their early 20s, and they're looking around going, yeah, we should come back here at night, and <laughs> this place is supposed to be really cool. I've heard. But, um, if, you know, the food was good. The service was okay, but it was almost one of those things where, because we were there, like, at 4, 4.30, I almost wonder if... They just, it's one of those where if there aren't a lot of people, the service is almost mm -hmm. lacking a little bit. If there's right. not as many customers, sometimes that happens. Um, and it could have just been the day, but um, the food was good. I don't know that I would rush back there unless I was somebody that wanted to go to the show in the evening. I think that's really the, probably the best thing about that place is people that want to go to that show in the evening. Good tip. <laughs> I just, I'd rather go to homecoming. <laughs> just yeah, saying. see, and you know what? Actually, something that I should be saying um, that I don't think I put in my notes is my daughter and I both have to eat gluten free. Okay. So, like any place that I'm talking about food wise, it's, you know, she and I had the gluten free options everywhere. So, homecoming, well, I think it would be wonderful. I don't know if there's anything there we can eat. I don't know. Because I, I don't eat that way. So I, I don't know. know what is, what isn't. I know. Yeah, it's probably not. I mean, it's I'm sure that stuff is terrible for biscuits. every kind of person. Yeah, <laughs> thigh high chicken biscuits and deviled eggs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just know it's it's not good for anybody. Right. <laughs> That's why it's so stinking good. But you yeah. probably can't eat it very much. Um, yeah, let's don't talk about that because I really want that when I go down this week. Uh, I don't want to think about how bad it is. Because, you know, running <laughs> running 22 miles or 19 miles, however far, I don't even know how many miles I'm running, but it's not enough <laughs> for what I want to eat. Uh, okay, so you guys finished up that night doing a little shopping around uh, Disney Springs. But I want to get to the next day because you guys rope dropped Hollywood Studios. So we can kind of get into the yeah. theme parks here. But you did capture your moment. What if people if people don't know, tell us about that experience. How how did you book it, and how did you meet up with the photographer, and how did this kind of unfold for you? Yeah, we've gone to doing this just about every trip because it's really a great way to get a photo session as a family at some pretty unique spots around Disney. So what I do is I just go to the Disney website and the little search box. I just type "capture your moment." And it brings up all the locations. And I want to say they're doing it in all the parks now. I'm almost so. positive they are. I yeah. Think so. Um, so we did studios because we hadn't done one at studios before. And actually, this is one of those things where because not knowing her schedule and having to book this 60 days out to make sure I got it, I booked two sessions 
at like different parks on different days. Because um, not only do we not know her schedule, but cast members sometimes get blocked out of parks. Mm -hmm. And so at, um, right around Thanksgiving, right around Christmas, we never know if like she's going to get blocked out of um, Magic Kingdom or studios. You know, sometimes she can't get into those. So we ended up, we were able to do this one at studios. It tells you when you sign up for it. There's actually information there telling you where the location is that you can meet up with your um, photographer. For the studios one, I'm going to forget the name of it, but right when you go inside, there's like that little building off to your left. It's like the little photo. Is it the old something. Sid Coangas building right there? The old uh, Curios? It's the, uh, yes. used to be my Disney experience kind of building yes. type thing. Yeah, yeah the, the Curios. I, yeah. I lament that it so used to be Sid Coangas, little collectibles, you know, unique things, but I guess now it's a <laughs> meeting place. So it's sad. Yeah, now it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so we went in there and that's where we checked in and met up with, um, they do, you get a photographer and a photographer's assistant and the assistant is like, they've got um, little boards that they can put the different words on or like, you know, write out happy anniversary, happy birthday, whatever, you know, if you're celebrating something. Um, so we wanted to do ours like Christmas theme. So like family Christmas pictures. So, you know, they wrote on the board, um, Merry Christmas. So then they took a, they, they usually give you a couple of options, places that they can get to easily. So not the back of the park, but places that within your time frame because you get 20 minutes with them. So it's wherever they can quickly get with you and take a good number of pictures. We were at studios and galaxy's edge is one of the locations you were not allowed to go. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that would I take know. forever to get there. Yeah. We'd be almost 20 minutes by the time you got there. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That is part Looks of it. It's like, way let's back run. Here, yeah, exactly. We'd 15 minutes by then. Yeah. Yeah. But that's one of the rules where no, nope, can't go there. So we did echo Lake and we got good pictures with Gertie all dressed up for um, Christmas and the Christmas tree right there. And got some kind of off the beaten path over by the Indiana Jones because the show wasn't open yet. Cause we took, that's the other thing is we took the um, first thing in the morning. That's something I would definitely say if people are going to book this, mm -hmm. take that first slot or two in the morning because the park is going to be less crowded and you're not going to be dead tired and look you'll all look worn fresh. out. Yeah. You'll, well, and you know what? Now think about this it, during the holidays, the studios is gorgeous. I mean, that is the, I, I would say it's prettier than the Magic Kingdom, honestly. I, I love the aesthetic of the decorations at the studios. Right. And especially Echo Lake, that's where they are. All those decorations yes. out on the water and the those spaghetti poodles, I think they're called, and all that stuff yeah. there kind of outside of uh, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, perfect. Yes, that's that's why we chose it is because we knew that it was really well decorated. And so we were going to get some pretty good shots over there. Awesome. So, yeah, you get about 20 minutes. Now, um, we have the um, the memory maker. So added that onto my annual pass. So we get all those pictures. So these pictures automatically show up on there. Good so call. you pay for the session, but you automatically get your pictures. Otherwise you're going to have to pay for your pictures or pay for memory maker separately. But you know, if it's, if it's one of those things you think you're going to want to do, just pay for memory maker, get right. all the pictures on your whole trip and do this capture your moment. Cause honestly, I think it's up. I want to say it's like 75 now. We did one when it was really low. It was I like know. $49. It used to be so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But if you price out a photographer like around town to take you to a pretty park oh, and take pictures of your family, they want like 300 bucks. I know. But, so, and you still get like a half an hour's time and then you got to pay for the pictures. Yeah. Ricky's parents own a, fa- uh, a photography studio. So yeah, I, 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 I know <laughs> yeah, they shot our wedding reception. <laughs> we got a little discount, but not much. Uh, they're awesome. They did, they're professional photographers. It's great. Okay. So I'll make sure we get all this in. So you guys, you guys yeah. after that did a bunch of rides, had fifties uh, for lunch. I love fifties. So good. Um, so how, how were the crowds though, this time of the year, real quick, just in general, in all the theme parks, were they, were they getting building up as you got closer to the end of the trip because of Thanksgiving coming on or how was the crowds and weather? That's exactly it. You know, we went the week before Thanksgiving, we went on Wednesday and we actually flew home on Thanksgiving day. So that first half of the trip wasn't as bad. The second half was getting pretty busy. Um, but I think the fact that, like I said, we've been there enough that, we don't feel like we have to do everything really is a benefit now if we go during the holidays because I want to see the decorations and, um, you know, I want to just spend time together and have some good food. And I don't, if I get on a couple rides, that's awesome, but I don't have to be standing in, you know, huge long lines and, and be push, you know, when we, start to feel like we're pushing through the crowds of people, we can just call it a day. Right. Or go back to the resort. You know, you're staying yeah. at two awesome resorts. Right. You know, take exactly. advantage of the amenities there. Okay. So after this though, that day you did a bunch of the attractions. Then you went to Hoopty Doo, which again, Hoopty yeah. Doo hadn't been reopened very long after this time. And I've been Hoopty Doo a few times. I love this. And I used to love Spirit of Aloha over Polynesian RIP. <laughs> big tower, big construction site right now. Um, won't be doing that one again. But at least not in its form that it was, or at least in the same location. So you said you had a pro and con because you had a good table right up front. Well, you had, let's say you had a table right up front. I don't know if it was good or not. So tell us about the whole experience and what do you mean by that? So it was the, it was able to be the four of us on this and none of us had ever done hoop doo So, you know, we were going at Thanksgiving and I wasn't sure if they were going to be able to get into Magic Kingdom. And so it was like, I didn't know if I could do, you know, Liberty Tree. So, okay, let's do this good food, good show. It'll be fun. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, our table was right up front, which is really cool, but, um, you've been there, so, Mm -hmm. you know, but I will explain to everybody else that our table, it's kind of sideways. So we were actually, we were right next to the musicians. Like we were talking to them when it was downtime on the show and they were amazing. One of them had been a cast member, the banjo player had been a cast member for I want to say 40 years. That's crazy. It was. It was amazing. (laughs) So they were really fun. And the kids were having a great time talking to them because they're both cast members. So they were having a great time. But um, the thing about the tables is the way they're positioned. My daughter and I had a really great view because we were looking at the stage. The other two were looking. Their backs were to the stage. Right. And the show goes on while you're eating. So it's like you need to keep eating and you can't, this, yeah, the chairs are swivel, but you can't really turn around and watch the show and eat. And so that was probably the only real downside is there are a lot of um, tables in there where people are sitting to the back of the, their backs are to the stage. And so I think that's really the only downside. Otherwise, it was a heck of a lot of fun. The food was good. The gluten-free food was amazing. I have to tell you something funny about that in a second. But um, the the only downside, I think, was probably the fact that 
the two of them had their backs to the um, to the stage. That's a good point. While you're there, that food is so good. You got to keep eating. You just got to so, keep eating. <laughs> so, okay. So anybody that eats gluten-free or has any kind of an allergy knows when you find something good, you're like, okay, bring me more. So it's, they'll bring you more there. If you want something, they'll, they'll bring you more of it. So my daughter and I downed the loaf of um, cornbread that they brought us and said, can we please have some more? And then we just got busy eating the other things. We didn't have the cornbread. Well, I look at her and she's taking the cornbread and she's putting it in her purse. Oh, that's you sure you weren't a vacation with Ricky because uh, Ricky does I did. it. So yeah, I had to message Ricky and say, my child is doing purse snacks. <laughs> that's so I told, I told my daughter about Ricky and we're sitting there laughing hysterically. And then we got up to leave later and she told me she also had two ribs in her purse. Okay, that is a Ricky boo for sure. Because right? Ricky puts stuff in there that is inappropriate for a purse. <laughs> it was hilarious. We were laughing so hard we were crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, Ricky's gonna love this. So uh, yeah, we and the, the BR Guest podcast does not condone taking ribs from Hoop Dee Doo Rudy, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I will say also, I wanted to thank Scotty because we did exactly what he suggested with our annual passes. You can't, when you buy your ticket for Hoop-de-doo, you can't put in annual pass to get a discount, but you go up to the window and you ask them. And as soon as like you get your little ticket thing for signing in or checking in, um, you take it back to them and they will refund you the discount. Boom. So good tip. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Okay. So I, we got to get so much in. We have like 10 yeah, minutes left. So I still haven't even switched. <laughs> So the next day, you guys spent some time over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It looks like it rained a little bit. So anything that you want to highlight from that day? Because I want to make sure we get to the Polynesian and some of the, the towards the back end of the trip here. So anything from that day you want to hit? Yeah, well, it was my husband and I were solo that day. We went to, to Animal Kingdom Park and um, we did the shows and we did the safari. It was raining, not hard, but it was raining. And we did the safari. Anyway, that's like my favorite ride in the entire, all of Walt Disney World. I do love I the just safari. love seeing those animals. And seeing them out in the rain was really cool because a lot of them come out in the rain. Some of them try to hide from it. So it's fun to see where they will hide. Um, all the giraffes were like around this one corner, like in this little bunch. It was just pretty fun to see them over there. So it was, it's unique and different if you can do it in the rain because you're going to see a lot of animals and you're just going to see different behavior mm -hmm. than you would if it's sunny and warm out. seems more natural um, too. And it's yeah. more exotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're not in the rain. You're in the Jeep. Right? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're staying dry for the uh, most part. Yeah. And we did the Nemo show because it had just come back and I love that one. And we did Lion King um, because we had seen it post COVID, but it didn't have the tumble monkeys right. back and it wasn't the full show. So that was fun to see. So we did those things and then we kind of called it a day and went back and, you know, we were going to do quick service that night for dinner. And my husband said, oh, can you see if you can get Boma? Nice to sit down. Yes. So that two hour cancellation window really came in handy and we booked Boma. Well, then our daughter's plans ended up canceling for that evening because she had to work and then she was going to do something. And she's like, can I come have dinner with you? So of course, so I get on there and I was able to change it to a party of three, like 15 minutes after our time. So I, I was a little worried about them changing it to that two hour cancellation, 
but we had a couple times this trip where it really came in handy. Right. It, uh, I, I'm hearing very positive guest uh, feedback from that. And personally, I think it's great too. I mean, because yeah. especially with families, I mean, especially if you, cause I don't have younger kids anymore, but I mean, God, when you have like a three-year-old, God help us if you cancel, if your kid's cranky, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't go because, you know, you, 24 hours ago, you couldn't cancel anymore and your kid's sick, right. you know, got an earache, yeah. but you're still going to ride it out, you know, in the middle of 50s for everybody to enjoy. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, no. So with Boma again, oh my gosh, you're killing me. The chowder there at dinner is so good. Um, <laughs> okay, so day six, now you guys switch resorts. So tell us quickly about your experience with, because this is always a question, like if I do a split, what's it like that day when I have to go from resort A to resort B? How was that? And then how was the Polynesian? Give us a quick review of that. Yeah, um, well, we were able to put our luggage in our daughter's car yeah, and big, hang out with her helps. and she took it over. Um, we have done the transfer before. And honestly, it's great, except when we have to transfer between the poly and the grand, for some reason, they, it's like, I, at this point, if we ever transfer between those two, I'm just walking it over. <laughs> but, um, but we were able to put our stuff in her car, which was really helpful. Um, the poly is just so beautiful. And it's funny that you guys were talking on a week or so ago about, you know, just kind of seeing what happens as far as, um, room requests yep. go, because I'll always put in my room request and I put in a room request for one of the buildings, EVC buildings, that's kind of centrally located. That's not where they put us. They put us in the Pago Pago, which we had never been in before, but it turned out fabulous because I had never really noticed there's a, a small parking lot there. Nice. So when she was coming over to visit us, pick us up, drop us off, whatever, we were right there at our building. And it's really close to the um, TTC and it was really close to the buses a little bit of a walk over to the main building but not bad at all so it actually even though i didn't get my request it turned out great we had a really great room i'm doing the same with coronado this week i'm just not putting a request on it i just have a standard view non-tower because mm -hmm. i just got a steal of a deal on it i'm going solo so i'm not trying to spend a lot of money and uh you know, up ranchos, casitas, cabanas. We'll see what happens. You know, it could be my new yeah. favorite room. Maybe I don't like it, but I'm only there for three or four nights. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, there you oh, go. I could just leave it to the wind because you never know. It could be your favorite thing. You just don't know That's, until you have the yeah. experience. So we'll exactly. find out. So you guys switch and then you guys head over to Epcot. I'm curious about this though, because you put this in bold that your your husband and your daughter have a tradition of taking, a, <laughs> taking pictures at the Mission Space sign. I, I, you know, I like it, but there's gotta I, be a story, right? Maybe or no. Well, <laughs> yes, we have from every trip we've been on, except one, we have pictures of the two of them in front of that mission space <laughs> sign. So from starting when she was five years old, we have pictures and it was just kind of like one of those traditions that just happened. You know, it was my husband loves space. Um, he would have loved to do that experience that you did at NASA. I mean, yep. it's, you know, that type awesome. of stuff he just absolutely adores. And so we've got this picture of them. And we just continue every trip. It's like, oh, got to go take the picture. Got to go take the picture. One year, the lighting was really bad. I forget if it was overcast or I think it might have even been nighttime. We said, no, we'll get it the next day. Of course, that never happened. So that's the one trip we don't have. But we were able to get their picture. And, you know, sometimes you don't have to have like, it doesn't have to be the perfect spot. It's just wherever you end up taking those pictures and you just love it and it just becomes tradition to take a picture there every time. I agree. I mean, if you look back, it's weird because we do have kind of the strange places, you know, in front of Soren, you know, like the Soren yeah. sign, you know, the, the wait time signs and places just, we always did that. And it's, uh, right. I, I like the, the stories though. So 
Also, you guys did here. I'm hearing this a lot from guests now that Space 220 has been out for a couple of years. You guys did lunch there and you said it was OK, but you're kind of you've had the experience and you're kind of good for a little while. Yeah. I think a lot of people are getting that where it is. It's a very cool experience. Like you said, your husband likes space. I'm a space nut. Obviously, I worked at space camp, love it, taught it. That's what I taught. And but it's not to me, it's not a place that you would like have to do every trip. Like I might do right. it again if I brought somebody that's never been. Or, you know, I'll probably get the inkling to do it again, maybe in three to four to five years. But, you know, it's an expensive proposition. And, right. you know, I, there's so that, many other places to try, too. Yeah, um, we did it about a year ago. I think it was Christmas last, not so 21. Um, we did it at, for dinner and it was a lot of fun. And it was the first time we've been there. And, you know, my husband doesn't make a ton of requests, but he said, I want Space 220. So I was able to grab it. And we did Space 220 for dinner and it was fun. So we're planning this trip. He said, I want to do it again, but let's do lunch this time. Okay, great. So we get a lunch reservation and the three of us were able to go and it was fun. But at the end, he's like, you know, for the price, we can do something different mm -hmm. next time. I, I think it's going to be one of those where, like you said, it's every three to five years. It doesn't have to be the must do every trip anymore. There's so many good places to eat there that we can kind of spread ourselves around. I think anybody that's interested in space needs to absolutely do it once. Like oh, you need to have it absolutely. first. God's blown away the first time. It's just, I yes. just don't think it has a repeatability like other places. Like yeah. we're going to talk about that night you guys went to Ohana because you guys were obviously yeah. staying at the Poly. So it's right there at your resort. And I believe it's your first time having dinner there. So you're going to tell me a little bit about this. So how'd that go? Yeah. So yeah, we've been there for breakfast multiple times, um, never had been there for dinner. So we made the dinner reservation. The four of us were able to go and I made it time-wise thinking to myself, we'll be able to see the fireworks like right after dinner. Wouldn't that be fabulous? So of course they sit us at a table that is the positively furthest from the window. And we're like, okay, well, let's see how this goes. And the meal was good. I will say one thing that we noticed was we were like three bites into one of the courses and they bring another one. Yeah, it's And so quick. it just, it was like, they were moving us through there so fast, but it turned out to be really good that they moved us through fast because we finished our meal. We walked outside, we parked it on the grass and we watched fireworks from out there. Good view. So it was, <laughs> it was the perfect view. We actually had a the dinner and we were able to go out there and see it. Um, my daughter was, and I weren't able to eat the noodles where, you know, they're not gluten-free. So we were kind of sad over that. The other two probably could have lived off the noodles, but it's, it was a good meal overall. It was really good food. That's good to hear. I could, I could see how people overeat there. Definitely. Oh, yeah. There are a couple of places that I go to all this world where I just can't stop. And that's one of them. It, I, like I leave and I'm actually in pain. I'm like, oh, yeah. Cause it's so expensive. Right. I mean, it's like, I feel I'm just super frugal, right? I'm like, okay, I got to eat $60 worth of food. It's impossible to eat $60 worth of food. That's like, that's like a week. That's like two weeks worth of a single person's groceries. You cannot right. eat that in 30 minutes. But I try. Because <laughs> I've been there right after the like, Sunday we ran the marathon. We went there as a group on Sunday night. Yeah. yeah it didn't even work that time. So, okay. Another place you went, though, I'm going to talk about Steakhouse 71. It says super yeah. yummy. Sounds like a good experience there. Everybody raves about this place. Still kind of a sleeper hit over at the Contemporary. It, yeah, we had never been there before. That was another one that was new to us and definitely going to go back there in the future. Um, 
I'll talk just in a minute about probably why we shouldn't have had dinner there that night. We ended up eating way too much, but it was, it was really good food. And it was one of those where I almost felt like maybe I wasn't dressed up enough. It was kind of like almost like a California grill type feel that really, there was some, I, I think well, it kind of feels kind of casual over there, but maybe it's just, well, that's me. the thing is it was really a mix of like the casual <laughs> and then the people that looked like they were there for special occasion. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think it's one of those Disney experiences where it's, you're totally okay wearing casual clothes and being mm -hmm. casual, but you feel like you're at a really fancy restaurant. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, that's exactly you know? right. It, 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 yeah, you're right. Cause the contemporary can kind of feel upscale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I totally get it, what you're saying. It was delicious though. And the service was fantastic and it, it was a really good meal. We definitely, that would be one to put on our list again. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that place. They had, good, they had a really good breakfast, by the way, too, there. I had oh, that yeah. last trip. Um, okay, so you spent some time also at Bay Lake Tower. You guys did Top of the World Lounge uh, for an event up there. How yeah. was that? Because I got to spend some time at Top of the World Lounge last week when, or a couple weeks ago now when I was oh, down there. Nice. It, I'm not DVC, but it's it's good to have friends that are. That's all I got to right? say. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we cool have place. been wanting to go there for the longest time, and then it closed with COVID. And then when they reopened it, they renamed it the Villains Lair. Mm -hmm. And it's got a Villains theme to it, which is really cute. So if you are DVC and staying um, on DVC points, you can walk up and if there's space, they will let you up there. And there's a space where you can go out on the um, balcony and you can watch the fireworks. It's like a first come first serve. They're also doing events and there's different things on different nights and there's a fee attached to it. But comparatively to like a dessert party, in my opinion, it was, it was stellar because we had our own table for four up there. Um, she told us, go outside, go wherever you want to go. This is your table for the night. And when I say for the night, like three hours, they were giving us that space. And it included one beverage, either alcoholic or non-alcoholic. It included um, an appetizer and a dessert. And after we'd been there for about two hours, the fireworks were going off at Magic Kingdom. And they have that balcony in two separate sections. So the first come, first serve probably had a good 60 people on it. The spot where everybody had done this um, wicked, what was it? Wicked wind down event had maybe 12. And that included the four of us. Nice. And it was just so peaceful and relaxing. And they do like um, California Grill, they pipe in the music. Mm -hmm. So you're listening to the music and you're watching the fireworks. And it was so relaxing. And it was just so nice. I mean, to be there because our main focus was to visit our girl, to be able to sit there and visit and just have that reserved time and be able to go out and watch those fireworks. It was money well spent. Yeah. It's nice to just splurge on yourself, right? I mean, yeah. you're there, do something fancy, do something nice, treat yourself. And it's such an amazing view. I mean, I, like we got to do it when we were down for that event a couple of weeks back. We did it from California Grill, but it's very similar. And yeah. it's just, I mean, it's stunning from up there. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. And I hope somebody had the, did they serve the big cake? It, the, somebody get the, the, the 28 layer cake or whatever they have up there? Holy no, cow, they, so well, good. only two out of the four of us would have been able to eat <laughs> okay, that. And the thing is, we went to Steakhouse 71 before. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But oh, they so have that at Steakhouse 71 too, though. They have the huge cake. So I'm just saying they, 
You went yeah. to two very good cake locations. Yeah, if you can't have it, but I mean, I, I can. So I, I, I think about those things often. We're planning ahead <laughs> for next time. We want to do the Wicked Wine Down again, but we're going to do some like light quick service, like four to five hours beforehand Smart. and then go. You say that now. Okay. Best laid, best laid plans. And that's <laughs> exactly. I say that right now. It's Monday. I'm going down Thursday. I'll blow everything by Friday. Just saying. So that's why I'm not even saying anything. What are my plans? I'm not telling you because I will not stick to them because I'll be with Scott. Scott, I'll be like, Scott, let's go to Columbia Harbor House. He'll be like, okay, let's go to Liberty Tree Tavern. And I'm like, dude, mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't do Thanksgiving right now. <laughs> We're running a race tomorrow. No, let's go. So there we go. So that's how, that's how we roll. Okay. So <laughs> the next day though, you're riding towards the end of your trip. Looks yeah. like your daughter had to initially go to work. And so your husband and I just kind of went over to the Magic Kingdom. You're you're right there yeah. and spent yeah. some time. But then it looks like your daughter got early release. So got to join. She you. did. So that was really a nice surprise. So, yeah, we went over to Boardwalk Deli. We had been there to, as the bakery, but never as the deli. And we got ourselves some sandwiches, really good um, Reuben sandwich on some gluten free bread. That was amazing. Took them out, sitting on the water, and she calls and says, I got an early release. They, there are more than enough people working today. She asked if she could go home early, and they said, yeah. So she was able to join up with us in the evening, and we ended up going to, she met us back at the Poly, and we got a last-minute reservation again for Grand Floridian Cafe. And I have to tell you, I was listening today to you and Pam and Ricky talk about those burgers the lobster thermidor so the lobster thermidor so okay we'd never been to grand floridian cafe before but always wanted to try it so it was fabulous definitely on our like must-do list in the future service was amazing um we just had the best cast member who just stood there and talked us through the menu and just chatted with us and just so so nice and the food so having to eat gluten-free we looked at him and we said hey we can get a gluten-free bun. We want to do the lobster Thermidor burger. And he looks at us and his eyes just drop. Like, no. He said the sauce, that lobster Thermidor sauce is not gluten-free. And he said, it makes more sense for you to order the regular burger than to get the lobster Thermidor and say, hold the sauce because you're paying for it. Yeah. So smart. we ended up I getting, no right? Idea. <laughs> I know it's like it's several dollars more to get yeah, it. He's like, I yeah, like somebody like that though. He's looking out for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, he was totally looking out for us the whole time. It was great. He was so fabulous. Um, my daughter actually did. You know, we can do um, shout outs for cast members. Mm -hmm, absolutely. She can compliment. Cast members can do it for other cast members as oh, well. Nice. They have like a special thing that they sign into. So we're sitting there eating dinner and she's on her phone putting in a cast member to great. cast member compliment for him. It was great. Um, so we ended up getting the regular burger there with gluten-free bun. It was fabulous. Good I would tip. definitely go back there and get again. <laughs> I love, I do love Grand Florida Cafe. It's, yeah. a, I just don't want to talk about it too much because you can almost <laughs> always get an ADR there and it is such yeah. a good, and I used to think because of just its name, the Grand Floridian Cafe, that it was like super fancy. I used, in my mind, it was like a Victorian Alberts kind of thing. Like you'd have a suit oh, on yeah. to go there. It's not like that. It's yeah. it's it's a table service restaurant, but it's rather casual. I mean, it's nice looking and everything on the inside, what? but the the food is super good. I mean, you can go there. They have a brunch on the weekends, and they have the burgers. They have uh, great chicken. You know, a buttermilk kind yeah. of like a buttermilk chicken, like they have over at uh, Oki. What I mean, it's just solid I, food. It's not super fancy. Yeah. It's great. Oh, oh gotta yeah. get down there we'll this weekend back. too. Absolutely too. Okay, so. 
we're running way long, but I, I couldn't stop Sorry. talking because no, they, no, I love this. I mean, this is such a great trip. And I, when I get somebody on here and I get to talk Disney, this is what we do. This is why we started the show. I, I love this stuff. But as we're kind of wrapping here, you know, such a fun trip because you got to see your daughter for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, this was your, your Christmas time came all the way across the country. I get it. Cause I'm at that same point in my life with Paige, you yep. know, it's like you take it when you can get it. Um, what kind of, what was the overall, you got back to Idaho what was, you know, we're, we're a few months out from the trip now. What do you remember? Like, what's the big memory from this trip? Did you learn something that you want to share with people? Or do you just want to leave us like with one, you know, thought from this trip? What, what are you going to recall? Words of wisdom. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, I guess, and, and it's a little bit harder for people who this is like their first trip or they can't go very often. But even if that's the case, just slow down and take those moments in because, Yes, it's amazing. You're at Disney World, but whether you're there to visit a family member or you're taking your family with you, the memories you're making with them are so much more important than how many rides you get on. 100%. And it's it's just so much more important. So spend that time and just enjoy being with your family or your friends or whoever you're going with because that's that's really the stuff to cherish. And don't forget to get the picture in front of the Mission Space sign when you're right. at Epcot. Head, head yeah, left. Find your own spot. Find your own <laughs> spot. That's a good point. That, that should be yeah. the uh, the 2024 uh, promotion for Disney. Find your spot Find in your the spot. parks. And get your picture. Buy Memory Maker. No, I love it. Yep. So, Stephanie, thank, this is what a great way to start the week. This is awesome because we got to take an hour to virtually go all over the resort and have some. And again, I apologize for about I was on treadmill or doing the workout this morning because we've talked some good food. <laughs> but hey, that's why we work out so we can go to these places. But uh so much fun hearing about your family, hearing about your story and about this awesome trip. So thanks for taking the time and have a great week out in Idaho. Thanks. You too, Mike. All right. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line or Adventures by Disney Trip. We're standing by right now this week over at themagicforless.com. So just swing by the website, fill out that free, no obligation quote form. And we'll take care of you right then, get you the best price possible on that Disney vacation and give you our expert services for no cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really helps us out. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. I think we talked about um, Balloon Day, Balloon Lunch Day at North County Christian School this past week, which was a weird day, but back in the 80s, it made sense. It really, I don't think it makes sense today, but that's kind of what that show is about. It's just about growing up here in St. Louis as a kid when I was younger. So if you want to get on that, we'd love to have you. It really just goes to support everything we do here on the big show on the podcast. Coming over, patreon.com slash Podcast. Give me a follow this week on Instagram and Twitter because I'm going to be going live from Walt Disney World at Be Our Guest Mike. No live show this Sunday night because I will still be actually I'll be getting home right about then from Walt Disney World Sunday night. So we're going to not have a show this Sunday night, but we'll be back in the normal schedule after that, all the Sundays after that. So we'll be good till Easter. We'll probably even have a show on Easter. We'll see. But uh, we're, we're going to be uh, here for you every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's what we do. So. Join us for those, and until we get back together again on Wednesday for more of your listener questions, for Stephanie out in Idaho, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.